Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, Halima. Hi, Ioni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester. And I'm Halima, the community editor of Polyester Zine and the co-host of the Polyester Podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast. We pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us a lot, very, very much. And if you do review, we will read it out. So leave us a review, even if it tells you hate us. <laughs> Which leads me to what, what are we talking about today, Halima? Being a hater. Hater nation. I think we are two self-confessed haters, correct? Yeah, that's an absolute fact, yeah. Why do you identify as a hater? I just like, I don't know, like, I feel like since I was born, I just... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like it developed when I got into feminism when I was like 16 or whatever. I just realized that like I'm a critical thinker and I don't just like things like mm. without I just I don't just like things people tell me to like. Like I'm really thinking about it. And and actually I hate more things than I like, I think. Well, actually I don't know if that's true. But maybe yeah, I've, I've always said I'm one of the people one of those people that like kind of sets their taste for the things like in comparison to the things that they hate not the things that they love mm. I feel like it's just more interesting being a hair you know ah! it is also when did you realize that you were a hair I've always been a hater born a hater <laughs> die a hater <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> why are you talking about haterness so when we were trying to think of a podcast topic um all, literally all that's on my tiktok for you page at the moment is that trend that's like I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy, unless, of course, we're talking about my enemy, Gwyneth Paltrow, but then people are putting their own enemies on it. I think it's really funny because, like, those celebrities, like, there's always celebrities or, like, things even. Like, it's not, like, you know, someone that they actually hate from their interpersonal life. It's, like, people that are famous or, like, cultural things. And I think that's really funny because we do have these celebrities that we just, like, hate. I feel like I shouldn't say who mine is, but Halima knows it's on the tip of her tongue. <laughs> you didn't just say it. I only sent me the, the TikTok and was like, who who, who do you hate? And I sent her a list of all the people I hate in my real life and not realising <laughs> she meant celebrities. <laughs> like, I really don't care about your like, worst enemy, Jan, from secondary school. 
<laughs> Wait, be honest though. Like, who do you hate? Just tell everybody. We're all friends here. Well, I think the first one I saw was Lena Dunham, which made me howl with laughter. Like, I just thought it was so funny um, because I feel like she is someone that is just so many people's enemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my newest person to be a hater of, which I don't know if it's controversial, is Jeremy O'Harris. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just his overuse of tiktok drives me round the bend Mm. um who else am i a hater of i'm i am a big hater but like it's fun it's nice like i don't actually hate this person like if i saw them in real life i wouldn't go up to them and be like i hate you Mm. but then what this trend made (laughs) wait who are you now you've got to expose yourself see that's the thing you actually said i couldn't think of a celebrity i don't like like i'm so like humble like i just can't think of somebody i hate like there's you people hate who the are Kardashians. Really, I do hate the Kardashians. Oh, that's so true, dog. I hate the Kardashians. I really can't stand them. Also, you were messaging me about a kind of famous person you hate yesterday. Was I? Yeah. Who was that? Mm. Just say it. <laughs> Bernadine. Oh, shit. I do not like Bernadine of Arresto. That's so controversial, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she got her OBE. I just don't vibe with her at all. Um, so y'all don't hate me, but I don't like her very much. <laughs> See, it feels so naughty to admit to hating people. I mean, like, I'm. Sh- I mean, yeah. To be honest, here I'm, I'm going to be like, I don't hate her. No, I do. Like, let me. Just- <laughs> let me just, yeah. Anyway, some people deserve it. Well, this is this is what I was like thinking of when seeing this trend and that there's like so many different people, but also like a lot of people agree on the same people. Um, like, you know, I think Lena Dunham is quite universally loathed. I'm trying to think of another example because I don't want to seem like I'm picking on her. Um, Jared Leto, for example, oh, is another well, yeah. one. Like all, of all these, these are for good reasons, though. Like, well, this is what I was thinking that they're like we talk about stan culture a lot, but there's definitely a reverse of stan culture, which is just like hater culture, which is mm-hmm. way less spoken about. But as in, like, we get these things that are elevated to like a common level. Like, we all kind of know the A to Z checklist of like why Jared Leto is a creep or like whatever. And it gives us common ground. Oh my god! Everybody's talking about how much they hate Amy Schumer because yeah, like, Amy Schumer's thing, another yeah. one. So she's on the she's on the top list of people like people <laughs> do not like Amy Schumer. <laughs> and like I was reading the comments yesterday, somebody was like, "Why don't they like her?" And nobody could explain a reason as to why people don't like Amy. I think I don't know. I, I feel like there's definitely something bigger. She's there. just so annoying. Rebel yeah. Wilson is another one. Mm. But aren't they all those girls who used to make vagina jokes that everybody was like, "This isn't funny." Yeah, exactly. Well, Halima decided yesterday also that she doesn't find American women funny. (laughs) (laughs) I had, no, no, no. There's context to that. I had to edit something that was just absolutely, absolutely awful. I'm not going to say it because I want to protect you guys' ears, but it was an awful thing. I actually think American women, some of them are funny. I watched the stand-up comedy thing yesterday with Kat Cohen, very funny gal, American. Oh, I have been seeing a lot about her. Very good. It's really good. You'd like it. It's really pink. Nice. Yes. So some of them are funny for any butcher's mind good name on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really just like me pulling out all of your controversial statements. <laughs> From our group chats, I'll never message Ioni Gamble again. <laughs> no! Um... But it's interesting as well because I feel like it's fun because TikTok is kind of like that TikTok trend is one of the first time like outside of group chats or whatever, like private friendship circles that I've really seen hate normalized. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And on the opposite 
spectrum of this which I don't really want to talk about too much because I feel like it's been done to death is like the over intellectualization of the Will Smith Chris Rock event Mm -hmm. like I've seen so many like awfully earnest accidentally hilarious like Will Smith will remind anyone who grew up with an abusive father how it's like white women basically trying to it's white women white women white women it's like kind of like so I feel this is like a Twitter versus TikTok debate in some ways because on Twitter you literally just can't express an opinion without or like nothing can happen in the public eye without it being like pulled apart to death and I saw some people tweet being like oh everyone's talking about how they can't be asked for the Will Smith think pieces but I haven't actually seen the Will Smith think pieces is it the indie sleaze of celebrity or whatever but we don't need the think pieces because we have literally like 20 million tweets or whatever it is of people literally pulling out their most like clapped opinions Mm -hmm. (laughs) to try and like justify it whereas I feel like sometimes you know something like that it's it's we need to see it yeah, and I think that it links so much to like the liberal ideology of like treat people with kindness, kill them with kindness, love over hate. Like this whole like if somebody disrespects you, you love them instead of actually punching them in the face, which I think right. is stupid as fuck. If somebody is disrespecting me, oh, I mean, then again, I'm actually not. I'm actually not a violent person. Like I'm not a boom boom. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but like. I don't see anything wrong with actually using action rather than just using your fucking words because I think liberals like to fall, especially the Democratic Party, labor in this country, like to fall on the whole, like, we are better than those other people. Like, mm. we people with kindness. We, like, we, we are, we're not hateful. Like, you you act like you're more, morally superior, but in actuality, you're not doing anything. You're not doing any actions. Like, you're not better than anybody else because you use words and not, like, your fist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, even... They don't even mean words... They don't mean any words. They mean like a specific set of words that will not be offensive or disrespectful. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or perceived as that is what it's I mean. It's just like passively acting. Like I'm a better person because I love and I don't hate. Like, no, you're boring. <laughs> and you don't do anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're oh a boring person. <laughs> yeah, I have always been a proud hater. And I think it's something that I had, like when I was in my early 20s, I was led to felt like a lot of shame about and that like I think we have simultaneously become like as a generation or a couple of generations conflict averse but while also like loving drama Mm -hmm. so I really think that like the internet toxic positivity and like the sanitization of fourth-way feminism is actually to blame for the demise of being a hater like being a hater used to be fun and also it used to be quite culturally aware yeah like as in it used to be quite culturally relevant to be a hater like there was a lot more like villain villainery in Mm. tv shows like for example like um the hills heidi and spencer were like haters and great villains obviously blair and gossip girl like even in like main chelsea and like reality tv like a a lot lot of that was like fictional like a lot of that like isn't completely sure is it no but this is what i mean but even now there isn't, I mean, who's a really strong, like, I think Mandy and Euphoria is like a strong hater as mm. a character in the way that we love it. But what I mean by like, I feel like it's toxic positivity and like the sanitization of feminism is to blame is because like, even when I found out about feminism, there's like still all the thing going, like, feminists aren't hairy, man-hating, 
women you know what I mean and then like even though people purported to like see the stupidity in that they still kind of fed into it by making their fem- like making mainstream feminist discourse very palatable for people and like it wasn't cool to be a hater and it also changed how we argued with people so instead of just being like I'm angry at you it'd be like you're gaslighting my experiences mm. or whatever do you know what I mean like we started to um insert all of this like socially aware language into like interpersonal relationships and also just emotions which made being a hater really joyless see because when I when I got into feminism feminism is what made me a hater like I used to be a very happy-go-lucky child then I then I got into feminism and I realized that oh I can dislike these things because I feel like I was, I was like reading things from like bell hooks or like um, I agree with this but I don't think that you're the type of person I'm talking about oh okay I get you like I'm talking about like the mainstream feminist influences like that, yeah true true but I mean my entrance into feminism true but my entrance into feminism was very much from the mainstream perspective but I think then I think even then I think it was more like uh women of color centric so maybe mm. it's probably a little bit different but like feminism is what made me a, a hater like I feel like you know the most famous hater that I can think of and is no name you know her yeah. name, the rapper. Yeah. Do you remember she had that whole thing about Beyonce? Like she was just talking about like how Beyonce's a capitalist and everybody was like really digging at her and were like, you're a hater, blah, blah. She was like, no, I'm not a hater. I'm just a critical thinker. Like, yeah. like, like it's not, and this links, I think this links back to what you were saying about these like positive, like um, feminist influencers who are like, like, th- like who can't criticize things because everybody will see it as hateful or like they deem anything as anything that is criticism as as being hateful. a hater or being hateful when in actuality it isn't that if that makes sense I mean I guess it, I think it's a bit of both but like I don't think it's it's it, it can just be declared as being a hater when you're actually just like thinking critically I think it goes both ways like I definitely agree with you I became way more critical of the world when I started reading feminist texts but I think also now people try to apply social politics to just being a hater like for example Lena Dunham I know she has actually done like a lot of really bad like bad not even just feminist bad things like bad world bad person bad worldly things but like anytime she does something it'll be like she's a bad woman because this or she's a bad like she's Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with 
every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Manipulating and blah, blah, gaslighting and, like, she's blah 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 blah. like all this feminist discourse when really you're just a hater because she's fucking annoying and that's Mm. okay that's true you can you can admit that somebody's just fucking annoying and you don't like them you know yeah exactly and it doesn't have to be like oh my god it's because she did this really problematic thing which she has by the way which i'm sure feeds into all of it like i'm not trying to you know but like we don't have to just like have these reasons we can just be like you know i think everything has its place and I think it's so important to be a critical thinker for example and like I would really I support that and I definitely Mm -hmm. consider myself that but also you can just like enjoy hate as much as you enjoy standing which is why I'm kind of like talking about them on an axis because you don't really have to intellectualize your love for someone that's true but you have to we feel like we have to intellectualize our hate yeah because you don't really have to have a reason for loving someone you can just like i just love lord yeah but i feel like i have to have an explanation as to why i hate for the rest do you know what i mean yeah you're so right but you know what i also love about like hate in many ways i think it relates so much to gossip and why i love gossip as well because mm. like i think bell hooks was writing about this in like what book i remember book, i think it was um feminisms for everybody and she was talking about how like or maybe it was i can't remember actually but she was talking about how gossip is one of the one of the main spaces that women can like talk honestly without having to mm-hmm. palette like palletize themselves for anybody and i think that like i mean most of a lot of gossip you know you you gossip about things you hate right so i think they right. exist in the same in the same universe and i think it's a nice because you actually get to be honest about things even if it's a little bit like dramatized you still get to be honest yeah so you found this really good article the importance of hating people the harvard crimson by david weinfield yes i really like it do you want to talk through some of the points it's funny doing research for this episode because literally there's very little articles and shit about being like the positiveness or the goodness of being a hater it's all like how to deal with your haters. Why haters are my biggest motivators. And so, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So this is one of the only articles. I was from 2004 about, like, why hating is hard as hell. Also, like, sub point. As a hater, I would say I spend very little time considering the people that hate me. And I think that's a healthy way to deal with it. Do you think? Because when I read this article, I was thinking, oh, shit, people must hate me. I know people hate me. Like, facts. <laughs> like I know it I know I'm not I could not be the most likable person Mm. like I know people have reasons to hate me too that I don't Mm. necessarily agree with but like I think if you're going to be a hater you have to accept being hated in return see this is my conflict (laughs) I literally cannot handle the idea of people and I know that people don't like me like for stupid reasons But I don't like to think about the fact because I'm really nice anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) no, but that's the thing. You are really nice, and I also probably think I'm a nice person too. Mm -hmm. But people just make up stupid reasons for hating people, and we have to accept that. It's true. As a part of life, it's true. Okay, this article (laughs) why I have a crisis. (laughs) Talk about um, as far as I see it, the article says there are three main reasons to hate. For A, to demonstrate moral awareness. B, 
because it makes life interesting and see <laughs> because people deserve it <laughs> see i think we yeah. tangled points a and b mm-hmm. because i it does make life interesting to be a hater exactly. but we've decided to be a hater is all the time to demonstrate you have to demonstrate moral awareness if you're going to be a hater mm-hmm. whereas like i think the two can exist on different like planes of existence it's true i think because people think being a hater is so immoral like you, you yeah. have to love you like to, to you if you're gonna hate you must have a reason like nikki G, i've read this article on the new york times with nikki giovanni and i think most people most people in our, our generation probably know her like she's a poet but she had a really amazing conversation with james baldwin that like constantly goes on the internet all the time and she just was talking about how she's made peace with the fact that she hates so many things like <laughs> you, like she was like civil rights era she was there and she was like she was alive for like martin luther king's talk talks about love and shit like that but she was like i've just come to peace with the fact that i hate shit like i absolutely hate stuff and like if god wants to punish me for hating shit okay because i just hate- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the best article in the world dude but yeah I think one of my favourite bits that you pulled out was when the author says, like, old love, old hatred never really dies, but it's important to move on and meet new people to hate. Mm, That was interesting. I like that point. Because I do find it, like, holding a grudge. I do hold grudges. (laughs) Like, Gina jokes, like, that one of my enemies that now I just literally, I can reel off the reasons why so quickly. I should just save it as a voice note that I can send to people when I'm asked. (laughs) (laughs) but you know when time goes on grudges do die a little bit I think it's different with famous people because they're like in our face in such a like parasitic way but like in terms of personal relationships like if you do hate someone it's likely you're not going to be around them that much I know social media makes that more difficult Mm -hmm. but you have so many options and then your hatred dies but it can be reignited by going into your blog section on Instagram and stalking them. True. I do find that, with, you know, when people don't like celebs, so like, you know, like when you hate a for so long time, after a while you forget why you don't like them. That's, yeah. that's what happens though, especially with Amy Schumer. Nobody knows why they don't like her no more. <laughs> we just all know. <laughs> <laughs> so like you actually, Loki, do have to find new people to hate. Like people hate Ben Affleck. Do they? Yeah. I thought everyone I hate Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. No, I don't like Ben Affleck. He's a creep. I just think he's weird. He's a weirdo, but he has given us good meme material. He definitely has. Mm, true. Who was the other person you just said? Just Ben Affleck. Did I say anybody else? I know you whispered something, but like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was saying, I, th- I, th- I think I said he's a creep, but I was like, I don't think he's legally a creep. I just think I think he's creepy. Yeah, you I just get, get a vibe. Too. Yeah, I get a vibe. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I do think you actually have to find people to hate because it gets boring if you hate the same people over and over again. So one of my favourite slash worst forms of hatred is what the author calls hatred by association. So like, yeah, like, because I'm very, I take this shit to heart. Like, for example, Halima, if you told me like someone had wronged you, I will hate them to my grave. Like, I will not let them do shit for me. I won't talk to them. Like, I won't follow them. Like, I will hate them. I'll tell anyone who I meet that brings them up that I hate them. (laughs) Like, I will go to the ends of the earth for these people. And usually I'm happy to be proven wrong in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, if, you know, that problem between you and that person gets resolved, then I'm happy to be proven wrong. But that by that point, the damage is normally done because then that person who made you hate that person will at some point go, well, this person said that shit about you. Or like, it will just be too deeply ingrained. Mm. I love that kind of hate though. That shows loyalty. Yeah, but loyalty is not very uh, like fruitful to be a loyal person. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I'm very no. This I'm seeing this as a loyal person. Like it comes to bite you in the ass because then the person changed their changes their mind about that person, and you have to suddenly get up to speed with it. That is true, I guess. I because guess really, true. you've embroiled yourself in some hatred that has nothing to do with you. I don't know. I always find that in the back of my head, if my friends don't hate who I hate, then like something's wrong with you. And I don't. I agree. I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because like I hate them for a reason, and my my word is law. So you should. Also- I will take it as far as like Instagram likes. Like I will yes. take that far. Like if I see my friend liking someone's Instagram who I hate, who they know I hate, I will be annoyed. <laughs> That's how toxic I am. This is making this podcast make us come off crazy. <laughs> well, that's another TikTok trend that me and Eden talks about in the goblin mode one, where it's like all these girls talking about like the craziest things they've done to mm. their ex or like their ex best friend, and then it's the sounds like crazy. And then there's a whole load of other girls that are like, "Am I the only one scrolling through this for ideas?" Mm. But it's fun. Like this shit is fun. But like I also think obviously there's nuance to it. Like if you're being like a loud hater and like being like mean to people or like you know like hurting people Does that, do you know what I mean like I think there's a limit to like to like hating people does that make sense yeah you can't like bully yeah I, that's bullying's what I a yeah. totally different thing yeah because that's the article mentions like better to hate privately and smile tolerantly and yeah exactly <laughs> yeah more genuine like fake hellos and shit like that instead of just like being an outright cow in public you know yeah I mean that's not a good look for anyone either I feel have some class like it takes us back to I don't know if we spoke about this on the podcast or not mm. when Charlie XCX was going after her fans on Twitter for oh being God, yeah, haters yeah, yeah, about yeah. her new music we spoke about this in like, the chat for sure she had a hateful response which was not fun no because she did it publicly it was embarrassing yeah it was embarrassing I know even like her like they don't make statues for critics like she's just being a hater in public and it's just actually not cute do you know what I mean I agree like I under and then again I guess does that, is that does that counter like does that counter the idea that being a hater is about honesty like being honest about your feelings or well it's also the whole punching up punching down thing isn't mm. it like people if people punch down with their hatred then that's a bit gross mm. um but that's why like punching up to hate celebrities is so fun because it doesn't actually affect their lives I mean that's very toxic like people at the be kind brigade are gonna come at me but as in like what harm does that TikTok trend really do like people aren't trying to like um reputation ruin or anything like that but I feel like if you punch downwards then you're fucking up somehow yeah I just feel like some I feel like sometimes when celebs like have like those public kind of like call outs or like hateful outbursts it's more of a thing there where they need to sit and think about what was actually had been said to them and maybe like how they should actually respond because a lot of their public outbursts and this is the issue with public outbursts because you actually act wrong in public but you you act probably better in private to hate because you kind of think about it more if that makes sense I agree. I actually don't think it's cool to be a hater online. Mm-mm. I think the TikTok trend is fine because it's so impersonal. But like, if you're the type of person that like calls everything out like every five minutes or whatever, it's just not productive. Absolutely not. I fuck. Also, just to go back, I fucking hate the Be Kind Brigade. I fucking yeah. <laughs> I hate it, and I feel like white people love to weaponize the, that term when they're called out. Especially like, I just fucking hate it. It's just really bizarre that it's literally like a nationwide plight mm. in the UK. 
that we've all just decided that that is what we care about yeah like people call it like the royal family for being like the physical representation of colonialism and brutality be kind (laughs) do you know what i mean yeah it's always leveled towards the people that like need the least amount of kindness and already have the most amount of kindness exactly like be kind to piers morgan or whatever like be kind to (laughs) be kind to boris he's having a really hard time navigating this pandemic yeah oh my god be kind to rishi sunak fuck off be kind to fritz patel yeah exactly (laughs) can't be arse dog i hate it (sighs) well Wrap up. Do you feel better for our conversation? I love it. Thank you. I feel so... You're thriving. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad, but I also don't feel bad. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I wish we videoed this podcast because our actual facial expressions are so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I literally just look like a greedy little goblin that's got all of the gossip. I know. Oh, God. I've got too much off my chest, guys. I feel scared about (laughs) therapy. well thank you halima for speaking your truth thank you Ayuni, speaking your truth <laughs> and thank you to all the listeners please tell us who you hate in the comment section and please do not dm me reasons why you hate me or halima as i said i'm an ignorant hater i'd rather not know <laughs> <laughs> self-improvement not for me <laughs> okay we will see you next week thank you to gina and gina and olivia of course for editing this episode and eden and charlotte and hattie and grace goodbye bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.